Welcome back to the Reading and Writing Podcast. I'm joined on the podcast today by Kate Alice Marshall, author of the new novel, What Lies in the Woods. Alice Feeney, best-selling author of Rock, Paper, Scissors, wrote about the novel, Clever and Deliciously Dark. Kate, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Well, if someone hasn't yet heard about your new novel, What Lies in the Woods, how would you describe the novel? What Lies in the Woods is the story of Naomi and her two best friends who, as children, found something in the forest and made it the center of this game that they called the goddess game. Uh, And then the girls suffer a brutal attack, which Naomi barely survives, and they manage to put the man responsible for it in prison. But in the aftermath, they decide to never tell the truth about what really happened out in those woods and why they were there. But 20 years later, one of them wants to tell. And as secrets start to come out, Naomi realizes that they may still be in danger. Do you remember the original idea or impetus that led you to writing What Lies in the Woods? I do. Uh, It's very much inspired by my own childhood in a lot of ways. I had a couple of best friends with whom I shared a very vivid and long-running fantasy game of magic and exploring the forest and coming up with stories about how there were mystical forces in the world and we were part of it. And the the agreement, the unspoken agreement of it was that none of us really believed it was true, but we all had to act as if we did. And we never suggested that it wasn't real. And it had such a power over us. Uh, and it felt so important and so real that I've always wanted to capture that uh, that sense in a book. And then I had this idea kicking around for a long time about um, a group of girls who find something in the forest uh, that is exactly what Naomi and her friends find, but I couldn't find the right story to attach it to. I thought that it was a young adult story, and I kept trying to come up with ideas around that. But then I realized, as I often do when something feels a little thin, that this was the story before the story, and that I needed to write about what happens many years later to people who have gone through something like that. And so that was where it all kind of started to come together. And after that, it just felt like uh, the the story just sort of exploded out from that realization. Those friends that you mentioned that in real life that you had this, this fantasy um, adventure with, have any of them read the manuscript yet? Uh, no, they haven't. Uh, I actually uh, moved around a lot as a child. Right. And so uh, my best friends from that age, uh, we fell out of touch when I sure. moved across the country. And uh, we are still, you know, Facebook friends, but we yes. don't really uh, hang out anymore. But I hope they read it sometime and aren't too freaked out by it. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell us about your original writing journey that led you to writing and getting your first novel published. Oh, goodness. Well, uh, my mother is a writer. She writes beautiful literary confections. And so growing up, 
I wanted to be just like her. And I think I declared that I was going to be a novelist when I was four years old. Uh, and it's always been the one thing that I knew that I wanted to do. And so uh, I wrote little quote unquote novels in composition books about magical beagles and cursed dolls and things. Uh, and then when I was uh, a teenager, I started trying to get actively published, which I didn't, but um, it was a, a, a lot of wonderful practice. And at 16, I attended the Odyssey Writing Workshop, which is a six-week-long workshop for science fiction and fantasy. And that was really transformative for me because it put me in touch with a lot of other serious writers who were really passionate about it. And it taught me how to treat it like a career and to have a uh, a mindset of growth and learning and constant improvement. And so the next few years, you know, I went to college, I uh, got married, things like that. But through all of it, I was constantly working on writing and improving my craft. And I got jobs here and there where I could write for money, write in other people's worlds and stories. And eventually, after many manuscripts that did not get published for very good reasons, I sold my first book uh, in 2014, I believe, which was actually a romance. And uh, the romances didn't do well at all <laughs> for various reasons and kind of crashed and burned. But from the ashes of that, I started up my um, young adult writing career and that really took off. Um, so it, it's been a journey of uh, just lots of hard work and lots of failure and complete stubborn refusal to stop. <laughs> <laughs> Given what you just described and, and your original um, uh, declaring that you wanted to be a novelist at four years old, um, did did your mom ever give you feedback on any of the manuscripts that you were writing? Yeah, she did now and then. I think that um, neither one of us really wanted her relationship with my writing to be a critical one. Mm -hmm. But I still remember when I was like, oh, 13 years old or something like that. I showed her a short uh, – actually, it was the beginning of what I thought was going to be a grand epic novel and ended up being three chapters long. Uh, and she gave me one little piece of advice about uh, the characters were like, uh, it was that they were emotionally inconsistent. And so, you know, they were just uh, reacting with big emotion to everything that happened in a bunch of different directions. So they'd go from happy to frustrated and everything. And she just kind of walked me through why that was jarring and just that little piece of advice, uh, it wasn't so much the specific advice, but the way of looking at my own writing and considering how to improve it, uh, I think was hugely helpful. And I still flash back on that frequently. <laughs> well, in addition to your new novel, What Lies in the Woods, which is uh, a novel for adults, you as you mentioned, you've also written young adult and middle grade novels. Did you find the writing process for What Lies in the Woods different um, as you were writing for adults? 
Well, I've written for adults previously and then found my way into young adult. And there's a lot that's obviously very similar between the age categories. And uh, the, the differences between them, I find to be kind of a delight. <laughs> I love writing in different age categories because it lets me flex different muscles and explore different themes. And I think that the biggest difference between them, aside from considerations of audience, like you, you're not going to write about the same subjects for teenagers as you do for an adult audience, is the the way that theme interacts with character. And with the adult work, the, the big difference that became readily apparent right away is just the depth of history that the characters can have uh, within themselves and with one another. When you're writing about 17-year-olds, you know, if, if you're writing about someone who's loved and lost and is 17, that happened pretty recently, <laughs> you know? So you don't have as much of the old wounds and uh, depth of history that you work with in adult characters. And so it really changes sort of the the dimension of the emotion and the themes that you're working with. Interesting. So are you working on a new novel now? I am working on several things right now. Actually, I've got one in each age category that I have something to work on this month. Uh, but my next adult novel is another thriller, and it's uh, got some similar aspects. It's about a crime that happened in the distant past, and it's about sisters who have uh, lost their parents to a violent crime and who have sworn never to tell anyone what happened to them. And uh, as one of them moves back into the family home, all of those secrets start spilling out. Interesting. Well, what writing advice would you offer for those who are working on their own stories or novels? My favorite writing advice to give right now is that we spend a lot of time as writers working on improving our weaknesses and identifying the problems with stories. And it can often make you lose sight of what your strengths are and what really shines in your writing. And the thing that makes books just leap off the shelf and come to life is uh, what's already really strong about them and learning how to bring that out and polish it and embrace it is going to take you just as far as shoring up your weaknesses and the places where you need a little bit more work. So don't forget to uh, put the polish on those things that you love that that people praise you for. Don't lose sight of that while you're trying to uh, tweak all of the errors. That's good advice. Well, what novels have you read recently that you enjoyed? Uh, well, right now I am in the middle of reading an upcoming novel by Wendy Hurd. Uh, it's called You Can Trust Me, and I love Wendy's work. It has this unique ability to make me extremely stressed out in an enjoyable way. And usually that's not my experience with books. She just has a facility with putting characters into danger and making you care so much. Uh, and this is a thriller about a couple of uh, essentially con artist women who find themselves in hot water on a billionaire's private island. 
uh, and I'm about halfway through and uh, it, it, I sat down uh, for one evening and I would have finished it if I wasn't actually falling asleep on the couch. It's very gripping. That's great. Well, where can people find you online if they want to learn more about you and your novels? Uh, I have a website, katemarshallbooks.com, and from there you can sign up for my newsletter uh, and you can decide once you sign up whether you're interested in middle grade, young adult, adult, or all three. And that's how I get my updates out these days because I have uh, fled social media for the most part. <laughs> that's great. Well, again, we've been speaking to Kate Alice Marshall, author of the new novel, What Lies in the Woods. And Kate, thanks for doing this interview. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.